Welcome, modern talkers. This is modern talk. It's crazy. I'm staring into a real camera right now, which is very, very weird. Um, I always thought that that was like half the battle when you were acting and stuff, because looking into a camera is like so mystifying and like creepy in a way. It's really weird. And uh, I'm the only one in the room right now, but um, it's still creepy. Uh, and it's, it was even scarier when you don't understand cameras. You're like, what even? What's going on in there behind that lens? You know. Um, but now that like I went to film school and stuff, it's less scary. But it's still like, are you always watching me? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, that's just what I thought of. And uh, so I'm. I, the TV studio that I work with, or for, or whatever, um, they're letting me use this, which is super nice. So I just took stuff off their mantle and put my own. Um, so this is a love, love. Um, that's a quote from me. Uh, the home group that I'm a part of uh, for the church that I go to, uh, embarrassingly, we watch The Bachelor after the home group. So we do the home group from six to eight, and then from eight to 10, it's, uh, we watch, not everyone in the home group, but we watch The Bachelor. And I thought it was so dumb at first, like everyone. And then they like pulled me in and, and it's fun. I would never watch it by myself. Um, and like, I even missed the finale like two times in a row or something. And, uh, and I didn't watch it because I can't watch it by myself. It's just too lame, but it's fun to like, be like, did you see, why would, that, I don't know, it's fun. Um, so embarrassing, I, I like The Bachelor, but they're, all, they're always like, oh, we love the, we love the drama, like, oh, I wish they would fight each other or something, and I'm like, I'm here for the love. Like, I love love. Um, I said that, what did I say that in? I said that in my stand-up. Like, I love love, I, I don't know if you heard, I love love, and love 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 love, and. <laughs> There's something else I said it in. Um, maybe a blog or something. Probably in a probably in another podcast. I finally got Duncan again, dude. I haven't had it for weeks, just because I've been too busy and stuff. Um, but I got here like extra early because I was excited for this. I was thinking about even doing this earlier than I usually do, just because I was so excited to actually all, use all this stuff. And I bought my own um, uh, memory card thing so that I could have my own thing. Blah blah blah. That ended up not working out, but um, uh, it'll work for next week. Um, and uh, so yeah, so they they said I love love, and you know, they had a bachelor um, themed birthday party for my Myrtle mom, and so anyway, so that's that's why they made that for me, and then I kept it. This is uh, my therapist painted this for me, which is super nice, and it's. 
like supposed to represent a bunch of different things and like she didn't really tell me what it meant but she's like whatever you get from it is what you get from it and i'm like okay so um i really love it it's one of my favorite things um it's just that's so cool that like she it was like for me and about me and um so she was like meditating on on me when uh and like what i represent or something like that um i can't for some reason i I don't feel like i'm explaining it well but um that was super nice and super cool and then this is my favorite album of all time uh i don't know i wish i could see where i was in the in the frame but um yeah because the internet it comes with um it doesn't come with but uh childish gambino wrote a script to go along with the album so you read the script and then it says play crawl and um and so you play it and then that um adds to the script and it's a really interactive like world building experience and it's just beautiful and um groundbreaking and just so good in my opinion so uh you it's you can't unless you do something that cool to supplement an album i don't think there is can be a better album in my opinion um oh yeah and then this is mr rogers and my best friend pete uh gave that to me because he found it um he's he like works at a free store or something and they people donate stuff and he's like hey do you want this and i was like of course um and I read Mr. Rogers' book, uh, his audiobook he reads, um, and this is different, but I think it might still be fun. I haven't read it yet, uh, which I think you're not allowed to put it on your mantle or whatever until you read it, but suck it. Um, and this is, uh, true modern talkers will know, this is uh, my, my muse, if you will. Um, so that's just for me, I guess. Um, cause there's no room on the mantle and I just like to look at it. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I got contacted to do a, to be part of this new, and like, I'm not special. I, I'm sure they just reached out to every podcaster ever. Um, wow, you're so early. Okay. Uh, the guy came early, uh, big surprise. Am I right, ladies? Um, and, uh, so we had to stop for a second. And, uh, uh, so now I'm back to the show. Yeah, I think I was just transitioning into wisdom. Um, someone contacted me who, like I said, doesn't make me important just because, uh, they probably contacted every single person that has a podcast. And, um, and they said they, they're offering me the top badge or something, which just means like the verif like the blue check mark version of Twitter kind of thing. So like, you know, I can't hurt. Um so it's kinda cool. They have uh prompt questions people could ask you and uh you take a minute and answer it and uh and hopefully that gets your like podcast out there or whatever. So I got a few questions. Um I don't know if it's like from bots or whatever, from you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. But they're fun, good questions. So uh, Mindful Monday 
asked me, what's the most adventurous thing you've ever done? Um, so I think uh, the, f the most adventurous thing I ever did was, I ever did was um, <laughs> I peed off of a bridge. Um, that was pretty fun. Uh, that was in Lynchburg. And, um, and then the second most adventurous thing I've done was I did, I, I was um, ADing, uh, assistant directing for a, a short film uh, for a long time. I don't remember, like, definitely hours and hours. And then I got home, or back to the apartment at, like, late, like 11 or 12, maybe. And then uh, my friend Pete and his friend that was there, they're like, oh, we're doing a sunrise hike. Um, and do you want to come? And we were like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was super tired. Um, and <laughs> uh, so we, we were like, we shouldn't go to bed because it's so late and we have to leave and it's an hour away. And then we have to leave and then we have to hike up to be at the top of the mountain uh, when, when it's sunrise. So that's going to be hard and we have to leave at like 3 or 4 a.m. or something. Probably four. Um, so we just stayed up and like ate ice cream and watched Workaholics and uh, <laughs> until it was time to go. And it was super dark, obviously. And um, and we, I don't know if we used our flashlights or not. I, I think it's better to like let your eyes adjust. So I think that's what we did. Um, but then we got to the top uh, like a little bit early, which was good. And um, and then it was so cloudy and foggy that you couldn't see the the sunrise. So it was like might as well not have happened. And um, and so that was that was a pretty adventurous thing. And then yeah, on the way up, my I don't remember which one. I think it was the right. My right ball hurt so bad, and. <laughs> And I don't, uh, I didn't know why, and it was like scary, and it was, it hurt to walk, because, you know, when, when it walks, you know, I know some girls might not know this, but like, you know, it doesn't stay completely stable. Um, so, uh, that was really hard, and, um, <laughs> not, not my ball, um, the, the hike was, uh, <laughs> There's a lot of innuendos in this one. Um, of course, like my most professional one is like my dirtiest for some reason. Um, so what was I saying? Yeah, so on the way down and then I was like worried, like what's going on? And literally like a couple months ago, Pete was on a, um, oh, the, the other person was Noah, by the way if anyone knows who that is anyway. But, um, uh, so Pete was on a trip and one of the kids he was with, his like ball exploded or something and like on a trip and had to go to the hospital and get it like removed. Um, so that story was in my head and my ball hurt. And so obviously I thought of the worst and it was scary and uh and then i looked it up and it said like it could be from extreme exhaustion um 
So I think it was because I worked like a full day or whatever and then stayed up all night uh, and in the morning to go on a hike, like a strain, another physically strenuous thing. And then once I slept for like 14 and a half hours, I don't remember the actual, you know, I don't flimsy up the numbers, but I was exaggerating. Um, slept for a long time. Um, it was like almost completely gone. And then like by the next day, I was completely gone. So um, that was the most adventurous thing uh, that I've ever done um, besides peeing off a bridge. The the answers are only supposed to be a minute long, so I'll just I'll cut it off after the bridge one. Um, what would you change about the way you were raised? You know, that's a super deep one. Um, the minute answer is nothing, I guess. Uh, I wanted a sibling for a long time, but uh, you know, I like the way I am, and I think I'm more introspective because. I didn't have someone else to to like distract me and stuff like that so I'm glad the way I am and uh, and you can't change anything so why would you do that or want to do that because you can't I don't know that's kind of a boring answer but um, I like who I am now um, what do you love about where you live? This is an interesting interesting one. Oh, I'm sorry. The last one was from Anonymous. I don't know if that's like an actual anonymous person or that's the podcast name or something. But this one's from David Card Cardinal. Um, uh, what do you like about where you live? And uh, and that's I'm leaving soon, um, possibly. So. Uh, this is like extra special or something. Um, um, I like that it's a tourist town. I like that there's so much going on all the time. Um, I like that they have like this big Ferris wheel and it's lit up and the lights change constantly. Um, there's this huge King Kong looking thing. Uh, also right where the, the Ferris wheel is and, um, I like that it's like bright and fun um, and because like I go back to Pittsburgh now and it's like you know no lights unless it's Christmas but um, it doesn't feel like really happening unless you go into the city um, so like I like that this is like a tourist town and there's so many good food places uh, obviously expensive but um, if you feel like treating yourself or whatever, um, but you could also find good stuff like anywhere. But um, but yeah, I like that. It, I kind of like that it's a tourist city, and people like the locals here are like, "Oh, I hate tourists, dude!" Like, dude, you wouldn't live here if there, there weren't tourists because tourists come here because it's awesome. So you either get to live in an awesome place and hate tourists, or live in a boring place and don't even know what tourists are because no one comes. Um, and I came here as a tourist first, so I'm biased or whatever, but that's, that's my thought. I live in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, if, if that wasn't, if people didn't know that. Um, and then another one, for some reason it doesn't say who it's from, but it says, uh, what's the best compliment you've ever gotten? Oh, I forgot to think about this one. Um... 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. I try not to think about my compliments too much, because you don't know what what their motive is and stuff. Like, I don't know. I take it. I take that with a grain of salt a lot of the times. Um, last night, <laughs> last night at kick, kickball, a guy, uh, a guy, <laughs> he's so stupid. I think he was on either the worst or this like third, like at, at best the third worst team. They scored two runs on us the whole game, and um, and we scored like at least nine. Um, and it shouldn't have been, they shouldn't have even got two. But uh, the point is, um, he's on a really bad team and he wasn't particularly good. It wasn't particularly bad either, but um, he wore uh, like a karate kid, um, how a karate kid would wear uh, the band, not a bandana, but like the thing across your forehead and um, and then he had eye black all over, and it was like dripping, you know. He just like put it down too, and like you did that for kickball for two games on a Tuesday. What are you doing? Um, I like that he's having fun with it, but like he didn't do it. He didn't have like the right energy for that guy that he was being. Um, like he, the first thing he, he's he said, like I, I'm the leadoff kicker, so, um, like the first thing that anyone said, like right before the game, he said something like really stupid, like just obviously trying to get me and the uh, umpire to look at him to like be like, oh dude, that's hilarious. Um, or like, oh, that's so cool, or whatever. He just wanted a reaction, like you could totally tell. And I didn't even look at him, because um, I don't, I don't like to give them the satisfaction, the other team in general, unless they're being like genuinely cool, and I could tell. Then I'll like laugh with them and and stuff like that. But I could tell that he was, he just wanted attention, um, clearly by the way he was dressed, and. Uh, and then the next time I was up to bat, he was like, oh no, it's this guy again. And uh, he was like, <laughs> he was like, this is another longer than a minute one. He was like, your hair is legendary, man. And I was like, thank you. And I think he just probably wanted me to be like, oh dude, and your black paint around your eyes is so cool. Uh, but what I wish I would have said later I thought about um, uh, I should have said thanks but I don't date ninjas uh, <laughs> um, which is funny to me I'm not going to explain it um, next so another another kickball story this is a good um, segue um, oh, oh the other thing I wanted to say about the best compliment I've ever gotten um, one time someone complimented my eyes like you have nice eyes or whatever and uh and like that made me feel really good like that was the first time someone said that to me or whatever that was like not my family and uh and then like i thought about it later i did this this joke in my stand up that um like it's it's such a weird 
compliment to be proud of because like I didn't do anything for these I know they're beautiful but um, like I didn't all I had to do was like not stab my eyes out with a fork for me to enjoy these eyes or for you guys to enjoy these eyes I can't see my eyes right now I know that's funny um, <laughs> so uh, yeah if anything we should be thanking my parents for having the mutual genetics to make my eyes um, so yeah another kickball story uh, this was from last week we were playing a really good team and uh, I got into second base and um, the 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 second or the shortstop was uh, once I got there she's like I'm watching you Tommy and I was like I didn't say anything I just like looked at her and like studied her for like a split second like do I know you and then um, I just played it off like like yeah you better watch me I'm that good you know um, but I didn't say anything because I thought it'd be cooler not to say anything and um, and then she was like talking to me like we were old enemies um, and uh, that have like a mutual respect for each other um, but like I don't know who she was so I didn't have anything I didn't have disrespect or respect for her um, and then uh, she said something again like stay on that base Tommy or like something like that and I was like do I know you and I didn't say it like that because it's so dick the way I said it but um, I what I wanted to say was or I did say do I know you like genuinely and it wasn't like mean I don't know if she took it that way but she just was like or like whatever and uh, like she didn't answer it she just like left it open to whatever um, <clears throat> I don't know if she's like you know who I am come on don't play that game or I, I don't even know um, so the next time I got the second um, I overran it on purpose to like bait the the person to throw it and um, and then I realized that I stopped like right next to her and then I did <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I, I stopped next to her and then I went and then I walked back to the, <laughs> to the base and um, uh, just to like mess with her and um, and I think it did. Uh, she didn't say anything after that. So um, I thought that was funny that, uh, I don't know. I think I was in her head, which is what I wanted to do. And I love doing, I love getting in people's head in the game. Like I'm so good, it's boring. So um, I have to like play the game within the game, you know what I mean? And I'm obviously kidding about like, I'm so good, I need extra, uh, hardness or whatever um but uh last last night um they the the pitcher was like all right guys uh first or second whichever base is easiest and then um i was like or just catch it out of the air and like as a joke like obviously that's always an option um so and then i was like oh i bet the guy's gonna kick it to me um so like I'm gonna have to back this up and then he did but uh, the ball was oblong 
it was one of those oblong balls that was pumped up too much and so it like did like a zigzag in the air and um uh as i was running to get to the spot to catch it it zigzagged and then i like adjusted to it but the i like misstepped or whatever and the the floor the um the turf was slick so i i fell and uh then i had to go get it and so that's i think how we let in at least one run um but yeah so anyway um <laughs> one thing i have written down here oh i forgot i have something after this later um it's really cool i have uh i could use my phone and my ipad at the same time because before i couldn't use my phone because i was using my phone to record and now i have this sweet new mic i feel like i need to be up here but i definitely don't um because i had uh someone tested for me which is really nice uh the the girl i work with uh she happened to be in the in the neighborhood and i was like hey i don't know how to do this can you help me and she's like oh i'm actually two minutes away i'll help you so that was really nice so we have her to thank and i don't know you know i might have to have her do that every week i don't know probably not um i'll hopefully figure it out by then but where am i boom um oh yeah i don't know where i am because i was looking at my schedule thing um so I, I have a lot of time so something i wrote down with no context was managing peas and i really because i realized that i have to manage when I pee and stuff now, which I never had to do, and it's so weird. Like, I have such a small um, pee sack, what is it? Uh, bladder? Um, and uh, it, I mean, it's not like super small, but, um, and, it, and I noticed if I have food in my stomach, then it has like a bigger capacity. I don't know if it's like getting soaked up by food or, or how that works, but. Um, if I drink like one bottle of water, I have to go, which wasn't this, the, um, like a 12 ounce, whatever a normal thing is, um, which wasn't the case back in the day. Um, but yeah, so I have to like, even if I have to, like, I have the slightest hint of have, having to pee, I have to do that before I go somewhere. Cause then, you know, it's just weird. I, I've never had to manage my peas before. I would just like. I would either go when it was convenient or just like wait until yeah I would just wait um, but now it's like I can't wait it's like gonna explode it's just so weird um, so I was here at the at the church they had um they had like a night of worship they called it I think and uh, I helped run the cameras and um, I was on one of the cameras that we have two cameras one they call it like roving or something. I don't like that term for some reason, but it's just on a monopod and you like go around and get cool shots. And then the other one's just uh, on a tripod and it just sits there. So you don't really have to do anything. Um, so I was like really bored cause I don't like music in general, usually unless it's Childish Gambino. Um, but uh, but I, the, the truth is that I have really specific taste in music and worship music is not my taste at all so um, I was really bored and it was too loud 
Um, that's also a thing I don't like about live music is it's always too loud. Um, and I had I had ear AirPods in and noise canceling, and it still was too loud. Uh, like why is it? It doesn't need to be that loud. You're killing your 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 ears. Like musicians, why are you doing that? That's crazy to me. Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, so I, I snuck away. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And um, I went to the bathroom. And then I I thought I smelled pizza. And I was like, do they have pizza in there without us? And uh, I knew no one was back there because everyone is in the room worshiping or whatever. And... Uh, <laughs> um, and so I went in there and there was like four boxes of pizza that were like not eaten but like some of it was so it's not like I guess they ate it before or whatever and um, and I was like I'm gonna have one and so I and I didn't eat yet um, so I was like free dinner and pizza while I should be working that's perfect and to be um I, I was volunteering, I wasn't getting paid, so it's not like I was stealing and, you know, um, and like on the clock. Uh, so, like, I hate ate that pizza. <laughs> like, you know, like, ah, oh, I'm being bad, like that kind of thing. And, uh, and it was the best piece of pizza I ever had. <laughs> Just because it was like so exciting to like scavenge pizza and all that stuff and then it was it was just Papa John's it like wasn't like a good even a good brand um, I don't have anything against Papa John's like 40 pizzas in 30 days I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days living currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail he has no pizza experience he's never been in the pizza category I would just say stay tuned the day of reckoning will come the record will be straight. Why not set the record straight now? I mean, what is it about the record that I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, so Papa John's, um, is, yeah, it's not like it was Domino's or like a local good one. Um, I like Domino's the best for as chains. Anyway, um, but you got to get the home. Uh, Hand, handmade pan pizza, the like thicker one. Anyway, um, so it was actually really good. I don't know if they got like a special Papa John's one, but I got a Papadilla from from Papa John's because I was I suck I got suckered into that because I was like I really like this concept and it might be good. I haven't had Papa John's in a really long time, and the ingredients like literally the thing is better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. So their ingredients was trash. Like the the sauce was bad, the dough was bad, there wasn't much cheese and stuff on it, and it was just overall bad. I was like, wow, really? Like they could get away with saying better pizza, better whatever? I guess how do you prove that? I don't know. Um, like better than who? Better than what? Yeah, the papadilla, and I was like, if this is how this tastes and it's like a specialty, like how bad must the pizza be? Um, uh, but this pizza was actually like good outside of it being better because it was a hate eight 
of a pizza. Um, and uh, but then then I told this to uh, to one of the people that we worked with. I was like, oh, I just stole a pizza, pizza. They're like, oh no, that's for the volunteers. And I was like, no, don't retroactively ruin my hate eating of pizza and stealing. Um, so that was fun. Uh, cause I, I got the feeling of being bad, but I wasn't actually being bad. Um, so that was fun. Anyway. Um, oh, I also want to talk about my sweater. Have I not addressed this yet? Oh man, I have hair all over here, man. That's the price of having sexy hair. Someone asked me, uh, what, uh, why did I decide to um, grow my hair out? And, uh, and I said, because I decided to be sexy. And so that's why I do that. Um, but I, I wear, um, I'm wearing this, and it was way too much money. And that's awesome. Um, and then I saw on the tag that it's dry clean only. So I have to pay for it even more, which is insane. So I'm just never going to wash it. Like, I'm not going to wear it very often. And when I do, I'm not going to do things that are potentially sweaty. Um, and it's pretty cold in here, which is really nice. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not feeling sweaty, <clears throat> but I'm going to take this off like as soon as I can and then, uh, you know, get to it. But this is a uh, golf, golf wang from Tyler, the creator. And it's fun. And it has a middle finger and a gun, like ironic stuff. And like just a squid and a heart, just like, funny stuff. I'm like being really uh, bad this episode. Like I have, I made innuendos. I have the middle finger and stuff. Um, we're having fun. Like I've, now that I'm professional, like I could really go for it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, I'm, I'm a pickleballer. I'm a big pickleballer. Um, and uh, so me, after the night of worship, actually, um, me, the other person that was on the camera and another kid uh he's my sunday friend i don't it, we, we talked about him a few times um that uh he's he just turned 17 and um and we hang out for some reason and uh and then one other girl that was on the camera uh we like pickleball so we're like oh we could go pickleballing after after the night of worship and uh, once we got there, it was like 8.55, and um, we played for five minutes, and then the lights shut off on us, and we are like, what? We're not going to not do this. Like, we were ju we just got here. So, we're like, we could try to just play in the dark and see what happens. And, uh, and I didn't anticipate actually doing it for more than like five minutes, um, but just, just to do it a little bit to not feel like what a waste. And I didn't know what else to do at nine o'clock. I guess it was Saturday, so we could have did like literally anything, but um, I didn't know what else to do. So uh, so we were playing and then um, it was two on one. I think at that time it was me and the girl and then hit against him. And then uh, she, or he was saying like, I like, can't see the ball and we're like yeah it's dark I know and then he's like no 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 it's got to be worse over here because of the light and the light was shining at him um, on his side 
so it was harder so we could see him and the ball well um but he the ball gets lost when it gets in the light um on his side so because it was from the the parking lot light he was being really really bad obviously because he couldn't see and then i was like i'm the better one anyway i'm the best one anyway um i'll go over there by myself and then uh, i'll play you guys it was definitely harder but um you had to feel the ball <laughs> and i know that sounds crazy but um like i always think of uh this um this spongebob episode where uh spongebob's really good at the uh, claw machine and i think they call it a crane though in the episode and uh <clears throat> and squidward sucks at it and squidward's like obsessed with trying to get a toy and um and spongebob does it like super easily all the time and and he's trying to teach squidward and he goes Squidward feel the crane and he like does it with his eyes closed and he just like feels it and I never really fully understood that I think until this night with the pickleball um, and it was really kind of poetic like um, you had to you had to like not panic if you didn't see it right away and um, and all you had to do was like stay ready and be present and uh it'll catch the light eventually um and when it does you can act on it um but when you're in that place of not knowing where the ball is you have to just trust that you'll you'll find your way when it's the right time and um and that's like a real life uh thing too um if you want to apply that there um and I was still beating them senseless. It was insane. Like, they're like, do you have night vision? And I was like, I'm just feeling the ball. And I think they didn't believe that. And I was like, I don't know. I just have really fast reactions, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't have a, I think I talked about this last week. Like, I don't have a loser mentality where like, I can't see the ball. I quit. Um, like, I'm just like, okay, okay. I know it's like roughly on this trajectory. And then, um, I'll see it eventually uh, and we weren't keeping score um, and, but it was like I was scoring like four points to every one of theirs and um, and I was even playing if they were out I would still play them like if it was out of bounds just because it's more fun and if I could get to it it might as well um, and uh, I felt like Mike he loved to talk trash he was uh, talking trash to Matumbo and I think it was a playoff game but I'm not 100% sure and uh, and he's like oh yeah hey Matumbo watch this and he does a free throw with his eyes closed and he swishes it and he just felt the crane um, and you know it's also muscle memory and like he's just that confident and baller but um, yeah that was that was just one of the coolest things ever. Uh, and um, and I feel like I'm better than your average bear um, at, at feeling rather than seeing. Retroactively, I realize that sometimes I don't 
look at someone's eyes, but I, f- <laughs> but I feel like I'm uh, looking in them rather than at them. If that makes sense, like I'm looking at their insides and their feeling, like I'm feeling what they're feeling, um, and you don't have to look in their eyes to to know that all the time. So like sometimes I like look not directly at them and like focus on feeling them. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's too crazy for people to understand, but, um, yeah, I need to work on my, on my eye contact regardless, but, um, I just find that interesting. So there, this past weekend was, um, the Dallas Cowboys losing, um, and I don't know if you could see this. I, I might try to do it, and then I'll cut it out if I can't. If we can't do it, Skip Bayless, who's like one of the analysts, one of the famous analysts um, of sports, who's like controversial and stuff. Um, he he made a video about how he was mad at the Cowboys, and um, where is it? Here it is. So it's only 19 seconds long, but I want to watch it with you. Um, I feel like I'm Mr. Rogers. It's picture in picture. So it starts off. He's. <laughs> this is so good. This is why I want to break this down. It's not just like, hey, watch this video. It's I want to break down this video. It's this kitchen door at the end, and you could see him standing with a, a jersey at the end, <laughs> and then, and then you hear. And then he starts. So the camera guy, whoever it was, his friend or whatever, or maybe his wife, um, which is even funnier that she would like go along with this. I like to think it was a stupid friend. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, so you know beforehand, they were like, okay, I'll knock. And then once that happens, then you'll know you could go which is so stupid. It should be, I'm giving Skip Bayless pointers for his skits or whatever he's doing, whatever you would call this. <clears throat> I know you don't know what it is yet, but um, you could do the knock thing if you want, but you could also just say go and then count to two yourself and then cut it later. And cutting it is a generous term, which means you just like move over the thing two seconds, literally. So it's very, very minimal. Um, And (laughs) he doesn't, (laughs) you don't have to start all the way back there. So the video goes and, and he's walking towards, towards the thing and he's huffing and puffing. Hilarious. It's not, it doesn't even, so right Right here is when you should start it. Cut all the rest out. You don't need any of that. So overacting. (laughs) And then cut it way before that, obviously. So a lot happened. Uh, We need to break it down. So um, there it was. Did you hear it? Okay, you're going to hear it. That was the knock. 
So then, <laughs> then he's walking over, overacting so much, <laughs> flipping it down like, what are you iron about to iron it? Um, and then he looks at it. He shows it to the camera like we don't already know. And and then he crumples it up so much. <laughs> Overacting. He goes, <laughs> like wants to say something but doesn't know what to say. <laughs> he bites his lip, dude. And then, and then he almost falls over throwing it down. What are you kidding me? Watch this. He's 71, by the way. <laughs> he like falls back, dude. And then another one of my favorite parts is after he throws it and he almost falls, there's a rug for some reason in his kitchen, which I think there shouldn't be anyway. Um, and uh, and the rug's so thick and his stupid shoes are so big that it looks like he's about to fall over again. So watch. He loves shoes um, and he just looks so stupid in them. Like it looks like he buys it too big or his feet are too big for his body or something. And also, I love, I, I just want to take this in a little bit. So I know you can't see, but there's an Anchorman poster in his hallway, which I, I honestly respect that. Um, but there's also, he has Steeler colors. Oh, I just, I just revealed that I have so many pictures of myself. Um, uh, <laughs> they have black and gold, um, black and gold backsplash, which is Steeler colors. Um, and if you're a Cowboys fan, as hard as he is, I guess he's not anymore. But you definitely hate the Steelers. So just the backsplash in general is not good, um, in my opinion. Uh, and like, it just looks like he could afford something so much better than that. Let's, let's just watch it all one more time. The huffing and puffing too. It's hilarious. I think that's all I wanted to say about that. It's 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 a great video. Um I just wanted to share that with you guys because I could this this time. Um and it was recent and relevant in this timeline. So I was feeling really good. I talked about the cabin in the woods that I that I did last weekend. Or yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, last last podcast, and I felt so full, and I was feeling really good. And um, and then the next day after this podcast, um, my ex's friend commented on uh, the nuance nu nuisance, which is the one where I talk about the breakup for forty minutes or whatever. And whew, that was my worst fear. Um, and she did it at like 1 a.m. or something, so I didn't see it until the morning, but that was like a good way to wake up, you know? Um, <laughs> like, good way to get your uh, blood pumping and heart beating. Um, 
and ready for the day. <clears throat> Who needs caffeine? Um, I just need my worst fear to be realized. Um, so that was that was like my worst fear going into putting out that. I, I might even talked about it. Um, uh, my worst fear was having her friends find the podcast and then add fuel to the fire by hyping her up um, by kicking me down. And um, and yeah, that was so that was my worst fear. Uh, like that whole week, I was like sick thinking about that. And um, honestly, like I like that her friend commented uh, to defend her friend. Like that's a good friend. Um, so in general, with like taking me out of it, I'm glad that she did that. Um, and uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so the comment was um, something I didn't even totally understand. It's not about respecting a boundary, dot, dot. She has an allergy, all caps. She almost died, period. Um, so I didn't know exactly what that was referring to. I watched it again to like make sure I didn't, like I haven't watched it since I put it out. So um, I didn't know what she was talking about when she said boundary. And the only time I said boundary was, um, I, I said, uh, I respect your boundary about um, like her wanting space at, at, at one point. And um, she said, it's not about respecting your boundaries. She has an allergy. So I, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know if that meant like you shouldn't have respected her boundary because she almost died or you should have respected her boundary better because she almost died. Um, so, so what I said was, I know and I feel terrible. I tried to be sure it was safe for her, but regardless, I should have been there for her after it happened. Um, better for her when it happened. Um, <clears throat> so I think that addressed it without fully even understanding it. Um, totally. And, uh, and so they haven't said anything after that. So I guess it's f fine. Like, you know, you don't win that. There's no winning in that. Um, the, the best that thing that could happen is like, they're like, whatever, you know, that's the best case scenario in that, in that, uh, scenario. Um, so it it really wasn't that mean towards me like she was passionate in defending her friend which I said I like so um, of all the things she could have said uh, that wasn't the worst um, and uh, and that kind of taught me that your worst fear isn't as bad as you think most of the time um, but in this case for sure um, I was surprised how well I took it, honestly. Um, it definitely was a blow, but I absorbed it. And um, I was, I mean, like I was, I talked about how my, I said how my worst fear was her friend seeing it and stuff. Um, and I was definitely like worried about um, what, like my ex seeing it and what she would think about it. Um, but I thought it was very fair and it wasn't like, I threw her under the bus or anything, um, but I was more worried about our friends because uh, they didn't understand us 
like we understood us if that makes sense um so i mean they they understood us less than we we even did like i feel like we didn't even understand each other that well like i I shouldn't say that like we understood each other but i have a better understanding of that whole relationship now that i'm out of it and um i have some retrospect and i'm sure she does too i hope um so they might they might take things the wrong way and not understand the reason why i said it and only she might know why i said it or how i why i said it that way or whatever um so i was afraid they would like all attack me and pounce on me um i kind of didn't even want to put that out um that whole podcast in general um because i was so afraid of all that and um but not including that that story um would feel really weird um to have my like my podcast not include that because everything that was going on in my life was sitting on that like um sitting on that table if you will that table of um sadness and guilt um of the the relationship and the breakup specifically um and uh little little by little the table got chipped away um uh and stuff in my life uh fell on stable ground like like i said like everything on this table was um you know my family work um fun watching movies playing video games all that stuff was sitting on this table of sadness and guilt and then I, you know, I chipped away at it by going to therapy and um, thinking about, you know, different stuff and uh, working through it mentally and um, kind of reclaiming stuff. Like, a, um, she she made fun of me how I don't cut my toenails and stuff, and so I cut my toenails now, and they look terrible. And uh, <laughs> but I do it and. Um, so I'm doing like all this little stuff to hopefully, like I said, chip away. Um, like, and sometimes it's big stuff. Um, I don't know why I'm burping so much. I'm sorry. Um, and, uh, so, so it got chipped away and as things got, as it got chipped away, things in my life fell on stable ground. And it, it wasn't all dependent and sitting on top of this sadness and guilt um, from this, like, I don't think, of, I don't like to think of it as failed, but, um, you know, we're not married, so it's not, <laughs> it's not, um, it's not what we planned, you know. Um, not that we were planning to get married, but, um, you know, that's like the end goal eventually. So, uh Anyway, so um, it got chipped away, and, and now it's like just a little tr- dinner tray table kind of thing. So it's not as big as like the king, um, freaking, uh, like those tables in, in movies where the king's on one side and the queen's on the other, and it's like eight miles away. Um, so it's not that big table anymore where I fit all my life on that. 
Um, it's uh, it's a lot smaller, and most things are on stable ground. Um, but clearly, there's there's a little bit there from that um, from that interaction with uh, her friend, um, and uh, you know everything in my life isn't gravy, um, but uh, but I feel in a like way better place than I've been. Um, you know, since the breakup for sure. Uh, and I have a lot of work to do in the direction of my life. Like I said, I don't know where I'm going to live in like a month or whatever. Uh, but at least it's not um, hidden beside, uh, behind a king size table of my past relationship. Um, so uh, I'm really happy with that. Um, but what I was saying before was I was listening to a podcast about. Um, forgiving yourself like literally the same day um as uh seeing that comment and then uh and then you like hear that stuff like yeah forgive myself whatever but like do you really and the way they're talking about it like made me feel like oh you're right i i should and i deserve to be forgiven um and you know, I might not get that from anyone else, but I can forgive myself. And uh, so I, I forgive myself. And that's not to say I don't um, feel bad and wish it was different that how I uh, handled that situation and everything. But I do um, accept and, and forgive myself for the way that I the best that I could do in that moment during that time. Um, like, I want to be sensitive to, like, I don't want to be like, I'm off the hook, you know? Because, um, you know, she really did almost die. So uh, I don't want to do something that would make anyone feel uh, like less important, like by my forgiving myself I don't know maybe that's too um, maybe I'm thinking too deep about it or something but uh, I also I talked about last week that um, I was in the process process of deleting all the pictures that we had um, together and uh, I finally did that and it took about seven hours and that's why I didn't delete them for so long because I knew it would take that long um, and uh, and so so what I do I can't like completely just delete everything for some reason that's just like not an option for me like so I put it I gathered them all together them on my phone and from snapchat um, cause that's Snapchat's, yeah, I talked about that last week. So Snapchat's the worst cause you relive it every day when it's like this, were you doing this with her last year today? Um, so, uh, gosh, it, it really, I mean, I waited too long, but, um, I'm glad I did it finally. Uh, and, um, and it was a thousand 1300 1300 whatever um pictures like that's a ton of pictures that's crazy 
um, pictures and videos. But uh, so anyway, so um, it took most of the time was like it transferring from my photos to the drive and then then deleting. But um, after I took the USB out and it was done. Um, I was really tripping out. I was holding this USB um, my whole life for 10 months. And it was, you know, full of happy, scared, you know, laughing and loving moments, like all in this little thing that is literally smaller than my thumb. Um, like it made me think of this uh, line from Tyler, the creator, where uh, he said, that's a mansion on this USB, um, meaning uh, like all his songs were on this little USB. And um, and once he like sold these songs, it'd be like 8 million or whatever. So, um, so he could buy a mansion with what's on this USB right now. So obviously no one's gonna buy me a mansion for this USB that I have in my hand, but the weight of something so small um, like all this information into this little thing that I'm just holding in my hand um, the weight of that uh, reminded me of that line um, so I was overwhelmed by that thought and not having it anymore and um, and all that stuff so I wanted to distract myself um, but I noticed that I wanted to distract myself I was telling Ricky he has to deal with his feelings and because um, he said oh, I'm gonna do this blah 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 and I was like, no, dude, you need to just sit at home and deal with your feelings. And it's not going to be easy, but it's not supposed to be easy. Like, this is just what it is. And you're going to have to do it eventually. You know, it, it's going to come out in different ways if you don't. Whoo, it's intense. So, um, so my instinct was to distract myself, like go on my phone, play a game or whatever. And, um... And instead, like I literally just sat back and breathed, like four in, four out, <laughs> just all in. I just breathed in for 15 minutes. Uh, no, um, so yeah, it didn't even take that long. And um, as soon as I started breathing, the the mantra or whatever you want to call it is um, came in my mind is uh, I'm okay just now, meaning. Um, nothing was attacking or hurting me in that moment. Nothing was happening. It was all stories in my head um, that were freaking me out. But I was just sitting in a chair. So how bad could that be? Um, so I just needed to remind myself to be present and uh, and like it's okay. Um, I'm okay just now and uh, and you are too and don't forget that because um, that's important uh, so the last thing that we we're t that um, I want to talk about and my therapist and I were talking about yesterday um, was uh, I put boundaries in my life which I don't do normally um, and it doesn't come naturally, uh, but um, I put boundaries uh, for people up, and um, 
and then these new things have been happening like new prospects of things is like good possibly and that wasn't happening before and we think it's because I put these boundaries up and that like makes space for the things that I actually want um, so we are talking about how uh, I think I think she brought up like a revolving door for some reason um, and so I was like yeah that makes sense to me because when you don't have boundaries up no one wants to go through your revolving door because they could just walk straight past you if there's if there's no nothing impeding impeding them from getting to the other side of whatever that is um, they're not going to go through your turnstile they're just going to walk right through but if you put boundaries up you're going to let the right people through and they'll go through your turnstile because um, a revolving door whatever you want to say because you put those boundaries up um, so similarly I think if you I can think of a good um, analogy uh, I thought of like a house like if you want a house put boundaries up um, and only have you know a house shaped hole in in your boundary for you to get that house because then that's the only way you you'll get that house um, but you could do that with like a, a future spouse too or, or you know even a girlfriend or whatever um, <laughs> uh, so you put like you know the traits the shape of the traits that you want and so that'll fit only those people will fit through and then you'll find someone and and that attracts someone who does who has those things um, there's just something about that so uh, and it made me think of like you know Bugs Bunny or, or another cartoon that um, like they run into a wall and then they have like their shape like that's what I think if you want a Bugs Bunny have a Bugs Bunny shaped door um, and that's it uh, this was a fun one man this was really long it felt like um, it's really cool to have like this set and all this stuff I hope it works out I'm worried about the editing process because it's going to be a lot more gigabytes um, boring but thank you guys so much I love you please come back to listen to me again because I want to keep in touch and I hope this made you think Come on and talk to